0: Hello everybody, this is Coach Mike and you're listening to the. the COM Swim Team Podcast. Today is going to be about nutrition and uh, I brought in two very special guests, Coach Jenna and Coach Flato. Say hi guys. Hey. Hello. Um, and we're going to talk about some changes they've made in their lives, some changes they've seen athletes make, and why it's Im- important to care about what you eat. We're also going to go into some, some maybe myths that have been debunked nowadays but they're still common in our culture about nutrition so let's just uh let's just start here when did you guys realize you had to train change your nutrition to optimize your performance in some way and when i say performance i know both of you guys exercise but also like in life when did you realize that nutrition mattered to your lifestyle
1: you wanna go first steve mm-hmm. um so probably, I guess, two and a half years ago, I have a little boy. His name is Jason, and um, Jason was born, um, and we thought he was healthy. And um, as he got a little older, we started noticing some things, and it turns out that he has atypical cerebral palsy. And um, we started seeing a nutritionist. and I'm sorry, not a nutritionist, a neurologist. And uh, she asked us to, to consider taking him off of processed foods And putting him on all organic and all whole foods um, just to see if that would impact his muscle tone. He had really low muscle tone and had a hard time uh, with some coordination things. And also his brain was real small. His head was real small and not growing as much as it should. And so we changed his food completely, went 100% hardcore, all organic for him, and uh, no processed foods in December of 2017. And at that point, not a single doctor had ever said anything positive about his muscle tone. And we saw her three months later and she tests all of his muscles every time we see her for spasticity and all of his um, reflexes, deep tendon reflexes and all of them. And every single thing had improved, 100% improved. And so that was really exciting. Um, And then also she... um, I this past May, almost coming up on a year, we had an MRI that showed, um, the specific issues with Jason's brain and, um, all of them are, are there, but based on his DNA tests, they should be way worse than they are. He should have a much smaller brain than he does. And he should have a whole lot harder time acquiring skills than he does. Um, and she's, She's thoroughly convinced it's because of the food changes that we made with him when he was so young that um, his brain was able to develop the way it has.
0: Yeah, and obviously that's a that's a that's a big moment that you guys had to make a big change in y'all's lives. Yeah. But it's it's pretty cool to see those changes happen, and like, yeah, Jason has a cerebral palsy, but the changes that are happening inside of his body can happen inside of anybody's body with proper nutrition
1: yeah absolutely i mean we're talking about like a, a two-year-old's food intake so that's very little processed foods that he was eating i mean because yeah. he doesn't eat a lot so to to think about the impact that could have on a 16 year old um that summer after we saw such great um results with jason i challenged some of the kids on the group i was coaching then it was uh, pre-senior two to take a two-week uh, no processed food challenge. Um, I didn't even say no sugar. I just said no processed foods. And Martin Knorr was the only one who took me up on the, the challenge. And for two weeks he did, um, a great job. He didn't eat any processed foods and his performance in workouts increased, his, um, overall attitude increased. He was much happier. Um, he was at that time working out from seven to nine, teaching and learn to swim from nine thirty to 12 30, had a half hour lunch, then t- then came back for afternoon workout at 3:30, and then teaching again till seven. So he was putting his body under a lot of physical stress, and the changes in again his workout performance and his demeanor after just those two weeks of dropping processed foods alone, still eating sugar, um, was was huge. So just seeing that change in Jason, and then and trying to let the kids see that change and apply it to their training was really exciting. And then oh. also in mine and Jonathan's lives,
0: yeah. What about you, Coach Plato? What nutrition changes have you made in in your time?
2: Well, I was I was very fortunate growing up. I had a, a mom who really cooked a lot of fresh foods growing up. Mm-hmm. We had fish. We had chicken. Yeah, we did the red meat. But, um, she, but looking back, you're like, she we would have we would have chef salads for dinner. You know, she awesome. was just really really keyed into nutrition for us. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you go to college and you start living that faster lifestyle trying to get through your books and studying and stuff kind of like the super size guy you know where <laughs> you watch that movie and you get you get caught up in that stuff once you start eating it um I think after college I was a weekend warrior and like to play a lot of ultimate frisbee on the tournament scenes and stuff mm-hmm. and I, I found myself gaining weight and I realized while that I you had were working to, out while I was working out still I figured I had to do something yeah and that challenged me um back then to, to start looking at what I was eating and go back to what I grew up on, basically.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, for both of you guys, uh, how hard was it?
1: Oh, it was really hard. You know, the convenience of, of processed foods and fast food, like you're saying, Coach mm-hmm. Flato, like going through the drive through you know, during the week or, or anything like that, or just popping something in the microwave. Yeah. Man, the just... You, and once you're in it, it doesn't it's not a big deal. Like now I'll meal prep on Sundays and you know, I make a bunch of smoothies for Jason and put them in the freezer and Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a big deal now, but when we were in it, making the change was very, very difficult to change your mindset. um, Because you know, Mm -hmm. at that point food was a convenience and food was um, just something you, you did socially. Whereas now looking at food as a means to have a healthy life and a means to have, You know, for our athletes a high performance and good fuel like it it changes how much time and effort you're willing and money that you're willing to spend on it you know like i'm willing to spend more money now on my grocery bill because i have an aunt and uncle who after seeing jason they changed their their eating habits and he was able to come off his blood pressure medication and his like um metformin I think which is like pre-diabetes and she was having to watch her blood sugar she doesn't have to watch it at all anymore you know I mean like that's valuable yeah that's that's and that was just food it wasn't exercise or anything like that it was just food
2: yeah and and for me it was getting away from the breads Mm. you know tortillas oh yeah growing up in El Paso yes (laughs) that was probably the toughest the enchiladas you know everything's either corn or 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 bread and and learning how to go towards more uh whole grain items, if you are going to have that every now and then, yep. use it more as a treat yep. um, with a sandwich or something mm-hmm. than having it every night, you know, like in the and like
0: gravy and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's giving up, you know, it, it's really, it's not giving up the good stuff. It's giving up the good stuff for better stuff, really. And like my experimentation with eating healthier, like as long as you put some decent thought into it, the food still tastes good. And like,
1: yeah, it just takes a little more work and a little more time.
0: Yeah. And, but the feeling you have after eating a good solid meal is completely different than after a meal of fried chicken. Like you can actually still get up and do stuff. Okay. So, so talking about our athletes now, like as far as stop, stop doing, what would you guys recommend our athletes stop doing? If they, if they could stop one, one thing or a few things right now, what would it be?
1: I would say the number one thing to stop doing would be sugary drinks. Um, sugar in its liquid form uh, goes, goes straight. Yeah, because you just yeah.
0: specified drinks.
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, if you were only going to make one change, I would say drop sugary drinks. Go to just water. Um, and a lot of times the kids don't realize Gatorade, Powerade, like those aren't much better than Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yes, they have the electrolytes, but so does something like Smart Water and it doesn't have the sugar. Um, but without fiber... Uh, that sugar in its liquid form raises your blood sugar significantly and then they are going to have a huge crash. Mm-hmm. And so um, the same with fruit juice. Like fruit juice is, again, not inside your body it doesn't function much different than a, a teaspoonful of, yeah. of sugar you your know?
0: body doesn't know the difference between sweet apple juice or a soda like right. when it hits when those when those substances hit your system it, it hits it the same way
1: yeah without the, f- the fiber of of the actual fruit yeah, yeah then your your insulin goes up like yeah. your your blood sugar is spiked so I would say if you could do one thing drop sugary drinks
2: That's awesome. And I would say get rid of the fried chips. Mm. I mean, they're everywhere. You know, the tiki's, the... (laughs) (laughs) Takis. Hot Cheetos. The hot Cheetos. Yeah. And and they eat them by the bags. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, that... You look at... Go look at the back of that and what they add to that Mm -hmm. to keep it crunchy or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, all the byproducts they use, it's like, I wouldn't yeah. have
1: really that in my belly at all.
0: A yeah. solid rule of thumb is if you can't pronounce most of the stuff on an ingredients label, you probably should not eat Very that. Very
1: good. Yeah.
0: Like on my pancakes now, I put <clears throat> organic maple syrup. It's still sweet. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. The, the only ingredient is organic maple syrup. It's like, one yeah.
1: Of, one of our swimmers that's done a really good job with that, um, is hannah couch you know she'll she'll look at the label and she she's gotten her parents kind of on board on making some of those changes and she'll bring me the label and be like i don't know what this is but sometimes i just don't know so can you tell me if this is one, yeah. a good one or not and you know sometimes it is sometimes it's not but she is mindful and she she checks it out
0: yeah so as back on the watery sugary sugary drinks what, uh, what would you replace that with? If they stopped right now, it's hard to just stop something and not, like just an empty void, you're gonna crash. Like, like we're literally addicted to sugar, most of us. And if you just quit cold turkey, like you're gonna cave in eventually. But if you replace it with something that sometimes helps,
1: yeah, I would say replace it with water, and then if you're craving something with more flavor, to put some fruit in your water, mm. um, like strawberries or uh, blueberries or oranges or something like that. You can cut it up and put it in your water, um, or drink a bottle of water and eat an apple. at the Same yeah. time, you yeah. Know? Yeah.
2: yeah. Or if you, did, you know, if you want to really get off of it and you need to decline it, mix it, you know, fruit mm. juice, yeah, you know, mix it with water. Oh yeah. Water it down. Yeah. You know, you're still gonna have that flavor. And just start taking away the juice. Yeah. Slowly but
0: surely. I used I used to mix my Gatorade with this was before I knew anything, but I used to mix my Gatorade with water during practice because it felt so heavy during yeah. practice and I didn't like how it made me feel. Um okay, so So we talked about, like, the changes we've made. We've talked about things they probably shouldn't do. So let's just talk about a tactical, a solid meal for an athlete. Like, what what does a good meal for them look like? I know you both kind of have different different views, but... So, Coach Jenna, what...
1: I think a great meal for an athlete, like... um, So if you're looking at post-practice, like, so they've been at school all day and just done a two-hour workout, I think instantly... Before you even get to the meal you need a snack after practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um if if they can get something high protein within a twenty minute window of getting out of the water or getting out of dry lands, then their recovery rate is increased by twenty five percent according to USA swimming. Yeah. And um so I think that's that's step one. Like you can't skip that. So I I would encourage, you know, parents to send a snack. And those kinds of snacks should be like um, whole grain uh, bread with Peanut butter on it, or um, an apple with some peanut butter to dip it on, or you know, just, just something like that. Something not processed, something with some protein in it, um, a little bit of carbs, not a, not a whole lot. Like you're not sending them a bag of chips, like Coach Plato said. Yeah. But um, and then when you get home, trying to eat, you know, a, a meal that's that's high in vegetables, you know. In America, we eat a lot of meat. That's not necessary. I'm not a vegetarian. I love meat. I love steak. I love all of it. But when you look at your plate, you should have 75% vegetables.
0: Yeah. And why is that?
1: Mostly because of the the nutrients and then also because you just don't need that much meat. Yeah. And so all of your nutrient-dense vegetables like... um, like sweet potatoes or squash, zucchini, yes. uh, things like that are, are just much more beneficial than a small portion of vegetables and a huge steak. Like, yeah. and, 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 that's very cultural. The large amount of meats is very cultural. It's not necessarily driven by nutrition or what your body needs. Right. Um, but,
0: and, and being green heavy will also help you like essentially you'll eat less calorie-wise, I guess, yes. but you get more out of it. Oh, yeah. Like
1: oh, yeah, absolutely. 800
0: calories of a of a hamburger is way different than 800 calories of... of broccoli. Of broccoli, yeah. yeah like and
1: a, y- nobody ever got fat over eating broccoli. No, <laughs> um, no. definitely not. <laughs> and also, you know, c- talking about calories, like, I know a lot of times, especially the, uh, young girls will say, oh, I, I got to count my calories, got to count my calories. Well, I don't know how practical that is because, like, like you're saying, a calorie of uh an almond is going to completely impact your body and your system differently than a calorie from a skittle mm-hmm. and so they're not you're not comparing apples to apples you yeah. have to look at more than just the calories yeah
0: you coach leto what's a good athlete meal look like
2: yeah i'm thinking like four four ounces of chicken fish mm-hmm. uh i like stir fry a lot you know heat those vegetables up cut them real thin um it flavors a lot more potent, I think, when they're just barely cooked, yeah, overcooked or anything, yeah. mix that together. But I'm with Jenna, definitely the, the vegetable. If you can't have fresh vegetables, then a fresh salad, mm hmm, and you know, walnuts on them mm-hmm. uh, make that salad a little more interesting. Yeah. Maybe throw a little bit of uns. Uh, I, I usually get the 50% less sweetened cranberries, yeah, instead of having a high octane sugar yeah. on there, so uh, it makes that like. like the flavorful mm-hmm. and and the f- Christmas freshness of it. This time of the year, especially summer coming around. Yeah, vegetables and fruits are just ideal. Yeah, uh, if you want to grill, grill some uh, vegetables for dessert. I mean, uh, fruit, <laughs> vegetables, fruit.
0: Grill fruit. Yeah. Absolutely. Or fried bananas
1: with sprinkled with s- some cinnamon. Or pineapple. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's delicious. That's awesome. Who needs ice cream? Peaches. Who needs Come on. Cream? Yeah.
0: <laughs> My wife made me uh, banana ice cream once. It's just like mixed it's just bananas that you freeze and then you stick it in a blender yeah and it has the same texture I mean it tastes like a banana Mm -hmm. but you can add you can also add different things to it yeah
1: it's great
0: um thank you guys so much for your different point of views let's just let's just wrap it up things we should stop doing uh, sugary drinks and fried chips things you should start doing more veggies on your plate and not as much meat Part of it is your body doesn't need that much. Um, your body can't j- digest it as much as um, it can vegetables or as easily, which that'll just take up energy. And lots of water. Lots of water, guys. Uh, water is like attributed to the biggest reasons of fatigue in our in our society. Like go a whole week with drinking 60 to 80 ounces of water throughout the day and then go a week where you only drink 20 ounces a day, you will feel completely different throughout your day. I
2: definitely agree.
0: And in in today's day and age, we have kids who they go to morning practice, then they go to school, and then they go to practice again sometimes, and then they have homework. And the only way you can sustain that and go all day is if you feed the body right. So thank you guys so much, and we'll say goodbye. And until next time, have a good one.
1: Peace out. See you later.